Hello boys and girls, and welcome to another magical episode of Famous Person Storytime. Today's famous person is... James Mason. You probably don't know who I am. And their story will be... Rumpelstiltskin. So sit down and have a warm cup of cocoa while we enjoy today's story. Hello. I'm a British person, and I'll be reading to you the classic that is Rumpelstiltskin. There once was a miller who was very poor because he was a miller, and he decided for some reason not to be born as a nobleman. A poor choice, really. If you don't want to be poor, just don't be born poor, you know, be born nobility, or at least be a king or a prince or something. You know, whichever, but he went wrong that way. So anyway, this poor man, who was Miller, had a daughter. She was very beautiful. He, on the other hand, you know, bucked teeth, a hole in one of his teeth, another one of his teeth was orange, just everything else about him perfectly fine, just his teeth for some reason, just something weird, unlike every one of them, pretty much. One of them looked like a shark tooth, which is actually kind of cool, you know, because it's a shark, but on a shark it is, but on a human, not so much. You know, British food isn't, it's not that tough. You don't need shark teeth to bite through it. Normal teeth will just do. You know, he went a little overboard with that. So anyway, he had a beautiful daughter. And one day he had an appointment with the king. It's probably the King of England. This story is... was created in Germany, but, you know, when you think of kings, you don't think Germany. No, of course not, no. You think Bratwurst and Nazis. Two of the most evil things on the planet. When you think kings, you think England. Of course, yes. England. Jolly old England. We should... You should probably pause the video to do, you know, Come Save the Queen. You should sing that. If you don't know it, look it up. You know, I realize some people in the world, apparently, they don't know the lyrics to Come Save the Queen. Our national anthem, and when I say our national anthem, I really mean the world's, because, you know, she's, she, you know, she's every, she's, she, you know, she shares the world. She's... She's your queen, pretty much, is what I'm saying. Yes. So anyway, this... The father, Miller, had an appointment with the king. And he wanted to impress him. So he decided to tell the king that his daughter could spin gold. Probably not the best idea. I mean, it's not like she had a... She would have a secret talent of maybe she could spin gold. Maybe he could have said she was good at basketball or something. You know, perhaps she had a hidden talent that, but no. You don't spin gold. I mean, Germans, maybe. You know, they can they can do it. They're, they're whimsical enough, I guess. You know, you know, everyone knows Germans, whimsical. And during the 1930s and 1940s, evil. But other than that, pretty whimsical. So... He tells the king this blatant lie because she actually can't 
spin gold. If she did, it would be great, but she can't, unfortunately. Not German, as I said before. So, the king is like, great, you know, bring her in. We'll, We'll test it out. And then the father is like, oh, shit. I did not see that one coming. If you're gonna brag about your daughter, if you want to impress the king, maybe make some nice tea. Englishmen love tea, I'm sure the king would. You don't need to tell him that your daughter can spin gold. It doesn't take much to impress us, really. A loaf of bread, really. Even the king. We appreciate it. It's not a big deal. So, the king doesn't bring in your daughter, so he brings her in. And the king locks the daughter behind, uh, in a, in a room full with, full of tons of straw so that she can spit it into gold. So, he locks her in there and says, if if you don't get it done, I'm going to, I'm going to have to cut off your head. I'm going to kill you. Basically. I, you know, I, I can't, it's a rule. We have, it's, it's in the king book. If someone lies to you about spinning gold, you have to chop off the daughter's head. You, even though you didn't say it, I don't make the rules. I only enforce them like a good king should. By cutting off an innocent woman's head. There we go. It's the British English spirit. Tenacity. Babacity. Something else that rhymes with that. Anywho... She's in the room. She can't spin gold. She's like, I, I don't even know how I would fake it. I can't MacGyver this. So if she thinks, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know. She has a nervous breakdown. Just, she gets a paper bag, starts breathing in it. She can't breathe. And she starts crying like crazy. As soon as she starts crying, boom, the door just busts open. And in comes a little tiny man saying, I can spin gold. Now I, now she was delighted, but I personally think it's kind of rude. You know, just barge in on someone. You should really knock twice at least. Not even once did this man knock. No, she could be busy in there doing, doing privately woman things. I, I, I wouldn't say, you know, it's it's not the gentlemanly thing to do. She could have been... Well, you know, stretching the octopus, so to speak, you know, perhaps, you know, you know, putting toast on the wrong side is, she could have been masturbating, is what I'm trying to say. So this little fellow, he breaks into a room, very rude guy, as we, so we can already see this, he might be a little bit mischievous, you know, no manners, no manners. And says to her, I can spin you that gold. I just want something in return. And she's like, well, I I don't really have much. I mean, I've, I've got some pocket lint, but that's about it. And he's like, oh, give me that. Give me that. Don't hold back on me. Obviously, I want it. You know, give it here. Give it here. Yes, and he takes the, the pocket lint. Pockets it. <laughs> oh, is that pretty sweet for you? See, I did that. He pocketed the pocket lint. You, you get it. All right. It was funny. You laughed the first time. I didn't need to explain it. 
And so the little fellow starts spinning the straw and he goes through one reel and it makes gold. And then he spins the second reel and it makes gold. And then he spins the third wheel and it makes baby seals. He says, oops, I screwed up that one. Let me try again. He does the fourth one. He makes gold. Okay, he's on the right track now. So that by the morning, the king comes in and the room is full of gold and baby seals. The king ignores the baby seals correctly because that's, that's like an elephant in the room. You don't want to mention that. Who Don't ask where that came from. That's weird. And says, wow, you've, you've made all this gold. I want you to do this again. I'm going to put you in a bigger room with more straw. We need as much gold as we can get for our upcoming war with France. And the young lady is like, oh, uh, why are we going to war with France? What did they do? And the king was like, well, they're French. And she said, oh, right, right. I totally forgot about that. Of course, yes. So she went into the room again the next night and she cried her eyes out again. Another nervous breakdown. But she she should really suck it up. I mean, it's just for England. Come on now. The mother country. And as soon as she starts crying, the little fella guy, he comes in again. And he says, Whoa, I can spin you some gold again. If you'd like. And she says, Yes, yes. You came in at the perfect time. Because... The crying was ruining my makeup. Thank goodness you came in. And then... And he asks her, What will you give me this time? And she's, you know, she's reaching through her pockets. She she can't find anything. And she goes through her back pocket. She's like, oh, well, I here's something. I mean, I have, I have this bag of Cheetos if you want. She's like, no. No, I don't want that. Don't you take me for a fool. Of course not. And he grabs the bag of Cheetos, empties the Cheetos on the ground, and he says, No! Those Cheetos were crusty. I'll take the bag and pocket it. Again. You'll notice, little girl, I did not make a pun this time because you disappointed me so much by trying to give me crusty Cheetos. I mean, the bag, I can do something with that. But I, I can't work with Krusty. It's ridiculous. You know, you're lucky I'm even doing this for you. So he spins the gold again. Spins the gold once. Spins the gold twice. Spins the gold three times. Tries it the fourth time. He gets baby seals again. He doesn't know what the problem is. Is this something wrong in the mechanism spin thingy? And so, fifth time, he gets gold again. So he's alright. And so he's done. So by the morning, the king, he's delighted. Finally, we, we can have a war with France for a hundred years now. But I need more still. I want to go for 300 years. We're going we're gonna to beat our record. That's what we're going to do. And so he says to her, okay, I want you to do it one more time. But this time, if you succeed, I want you to be my wife. Because I want you for your money. Now, as we all know, the only things you really should marry for are, of course, love, money, and if she has a sweet ass. You know, those are the three reasons 
And she's got all three, so yes. Except for the love part. But he probably will, eventually. You know, you don't need it for royalty. It's not a big deal. It's not like a... It's not like a deal breaker. So she, you know, she has to agree with this. So she spends the night one more time. Cries her eyes out again. And then the little fellow, he comes in one more time. This time he comes in rolling with a pistol. And he's like, oh, the mafia, they're behind me. Uh, but it's a joke. He was kidding. He's always wanted to do that. It's always been a dream of his. They're actually just water guns. Although they can still sting if you get them in the eye at the right... If you get them right in the cornea. Ooh, that hurts. I hate when that happens. So he says, Alright, I'll spin you the gold again. Uh, what are you going to give me this time? And she looked all through her pockets. And she found nothing. She had nothing left to give. And she said, I'm sorry, I, I have nothing left, midget. I mean, little person. Ooh, ooh. So, excuse me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be rude. You know, I have nothing left to give. And he says, all right, uh, you know what? I kind of, I like you. I like you. I'll make a deal. Tell you what, when you have your first child, I'll take him instead. And the girl thought, well, you know, who knows if that will ever happen. I'll make a deal. Now, this was kind of stupid of her. She just agreed that she was going to marry the king if she could make the gold again. I don't think she understands how that works. You usually have children after you get married. I mean, it's a duty to England to make little princes and princesses. Maybe she never had a science book. You know, her teachers didn't tell her this goes in here and then you make a baby. Perhaps she still believes in the whole stork theory. You know, she's entitled to her own opinion, though. She's entitled. It's wrong, but she's still entitled to it. So the little fellow, he makes the gold again. This time, no baby seal. He's like, whoa, must have been a fluke. Oh, well. And so by the morning, the king comes in. He's like, the gold's out there. They get married it's a beautiful ceremony. Just all of England is in attendance. So, you know, they had to book a really huge cathedral. But the entire country of England was there. They didn't invite Ireland. They're an ocean away. They, they just told them their letter got lost in the mail. They were kind of angry. But, you know, they didn't really want them. They get drunk usually. So we don't invite them. Scotland, unfortunately, you know, they're right next door. We can't, we can't tell them no. And Wales, they... Well, we have to invite them. For some reason, you know, it's it's in the book of kings, unfortunately. You know, no one really likes them in England, but we pretend we do. You know, to be nice, it's the gentleman thing to do. You know, when you have a problem with someone, you should never mention it. Just let the anger build up inside of you and just ignore it completely. It, the problem won't go away, but... It's... It's the gentlemanly thing to do. Just do it. So, they get married. Beautiful ceremony. You know, open bar. Uncle Ted got drunk. Whew. So, they say the vows, you know, will you be the king of England? Will you be the queen of England? The king said that, of course. That's tradition. He has to say them both. He says I do. She doesn't. He says I do again when they ask for her. And then they got married. 
and now she was the Queen of England. And then, a year later, she had a baby. And all of a sudden, the little guy, he bust through the door again. No manners, little bastard, really, come on now. You're about to take a baby, you don't need to at least knock. So he tells her, alright, the jig is up. It's time to give me that baby that I asked for. And she screams in horror, like, what are you? I didn't want this, I didn't want this. Get out of here, this is my baby. Even though she agreed with it, I mean, come on lady, you made a deal. I don't care if you're going to have to give up your child to a little person. You still did it. Own up. You never back down on deals. So, he feels a little bad for her. Alright, he's he's got a heart. You know, perhaps his heart grew five sizes that day. Not ten. That's a little much. But it grew about five sizes. And he, and he says, well, you know. And I says, I'll give you three days. If you can guess my name... I'll let you keep the baby. And she's like, ooh, goody. I love guessing games. I'm so rather good at them. So he comes back the next day and he says, all right, what do you think my name is? And she says, I couldn't think of one. Really? Really? You couldn't think of one? Is what he says to her. And she's like, nope, nope. I, I got nothing. Come back tomorrow, we'll try again. So he leaves, and she decides, okay, I, I guess I'm not as good at this as I thought. Perhaps I just have writer's block, or guess people's names block, whichever. And he des she decides to hire a private detective from Scotland Yards. And he goes out into the villages, and he looks around, and he asks people and finds out all the names that he can possibly think of, and he reports back to her. So then the second day, the little guy comes in, and she he says, All right, what do you think my name is today? And she says, I've got you. You're Jeffrey. And he says, No. Try again. Um, are you Buford? No. Uh, um, rapacious. No, that's... that's not it. Alright, okay. Henry. No. Henry Jr. No. Henry Sr. No. Is it, uh... Henry V? No. King Henry V? No, dang it, it's not Henry V. Okay, is it... Alright, is it Martin Luther Henry Jr.? No, I'm not... What? Why are you... It's a weird reference to make... No, that's not it. He's like, well, that's... That's all I came up with today. And he's like, alright, I'll come back tomorrow. We'll try this again. And so she she tells the private eye, you're fired. And she decides to hire Sherlock Holmes. Butler. For the case, she couldn't really afford Holmes. Himself. Very steep price. Even though she was a queen and had a ton of freaking gold. But she got the butler and... He comes back and after, you know, looking around through the night, and he tells her, Well, I couldn't find any other names, but I went into the forest, and there I saw a small little cottage. And inside I found a little man on the phone arguing with some people from Charter Communications, you know, and he, and he said, Listen, 
I pay you every month to get my phone bill. I, I shouldn't be able to have internet. This is ridiculous. You know, I've been down for three hours now. I've got to do my taxes. The time is coming up. I'm running out of time here. Yes, yes. No, I will not hold again. I will not hold. Rumpelstiltskin will not stand for this. I, Rumpelstiltskin, will not stand for this. My name, Rumpelstiltskin, that is me, Rumpelstiltskin, one R at the beginning, will not stand for this. Hold on, let me spell it all out for you. R-U-N-P-L-S-T-I-L-S-K-I-N, Rumpelstiltskin, that's my name. I will not stand for this. And he hung up the phone. And then the queen said, ah, his name is Rumpelstiltskin, eh? Clever girl. Very clever. So the next day, Rumpelstiltskin comes in. And he says, alright, see if you can guess this my name this time, Sassafras. And she's like, why did you call me that? He's like, I don't know. I've... I don't know why I called you that. Just ignore it. Don't worry about it. And she says, all right, is your name Conrad? And he's like, no. Is your name Lancelot? And he's like, no. You know, she knows the name. She's just teasing him a little. Draw him in a bit. Don't take my child. And so he says, no, that's not either. And she says, uh, then you must be Rumpelstiltskin. He's like, N -n -n no, that's not it. No, she's like, no, no, that's that sounds like it. She's like, no, that's that's totally not it. She's like, no, I've got you. I'm, I've got you. So you're saying? He's like, no, 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 no. It's, it starts with a B. It's totally like that. And she's like, oh, I, I could call Charter and check. She's like, dang it, fine. You've got me. You, you hired the devil to get you, didn't you? Didn't you? She's like, no, it was actually Sherlock Holmes Butler. That's the same thing, pretty much. And in his anger, he smashed his leg into the ground. And his leg went through the floor, just right through it. Oh, just... And it was through wood, too. So he's got, like, splinters on his leg. And he's... Oh, he's angry. And he, and he grabs his leg and he pulls on it. And he pulls on it until he pulls it so hard that he tears himself in two. That's the end of the story. I guess the moral is don't get angry so easily or go to anger management because you could tear yourself in two, I guess is what it is. Look bef no. Yeah, just don't get angry. If playing, you know, Sega Genesis, don't throw your controller at the wall. That doesn't solve anything, it makes things worse. Okay, yeah, that's not a bad moral. So yeah, you can apply that to other things. You know, when you're angry, don't shove your leg into the ground. It's, it's, it's like a metaphor or something. You can relate it to other things. So, don't get angry, boys and girls. Thank you very much. I am a British person. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I sure did. Have a lovely evening, ladies and gentlemen. 
Wow, boys and girls, wasn't that exciting and magical episode? I thought so too. Join us next time for another very exciting and happy story on Famous Person Storytime. Bye bye, bye bye, <laughs> bye bye. For more information about this and other programming, visit our official website at www.ghostat.net. I like the ending.